1: Well, we are in the countdown to Miracles Day this Thursday, so we've gone right to the top. We're talking to Jane Edge, the CEO of CBM. Good morning.
2: Good morning, Becky and Robbo. So thrilled to be with you this week. Yes, it's going
0: to be an amazing day on Thursday, and, of course, uh, yes, it's starting to heat up. We've got only a couple of sleeps to go, but exciting times, of course, with Miracles Day, and we've been doing this for a long time. In fact, celebrating the 10th anniversary of Miracles Day, and really, vision was involved pre Uh, that 10 years as well Um, but you know there must be so many uh, wonderful highlights for you Jane over the years of some of the things that you've seen and I guess some of the lives that have been impacted through the work of CBM.
2: Absolutely and can I say what an extraordinary blessing 10 years Mm -hmm. of this amazing partnership transforming hundreds of thousands of lives and I suppose for me what I would say is Every person that I've met who's had a sight-saving surgery, you know, everyone has a name, a story to tell, a contribution to make. And the incredible gratitude and joy um, that I see on the faces of people who have had a cataract surgery in the poorest parts of the world. You know, it's just extraordinary. I met Banu in Bangladesh, um, a beautiful grandmother who gripped my hand so tightly um, <laughs> as the pat- patches were coming off for her. And, uh, you know, she spoke about how this had essentially brought light back into her life, that mm. she had been so despairing, um, felt like a burden to her family. And so it's stories like Banu's. Yeah you know, these are real people your listeners are going to make this happen again this year for so many more people like her.
0: Yeah it's so true. I mean we've seen that as well you know we watch the uh, surgery and then the next day those patches mm. come off and just the the faces that light up you know those uh, smiles and you know beams of joy because as you say people realize how much of a difference this is going to make for them and for their family and for their entire community.
2: Absolutely. I mean you, you think in these remote parts of our world the poorest places often there's a lot of nervousness right Mm. about gosh you know someone with a knife and my eye i mean it's not an easy sort of idea but the that sense of what it will do if if it's true if that miracle does happen and the confidence that our partners are able to build with the, the the communities and the villages is just so extraordinary because that that means people do come in, they they do attend screening, they come forward and have the surgery and then they go back into their villages and they are, you know, in Banu's case, they are tending the gardens again which, you know, that is part of what the family survives on. Uh, they are looking after the small grandchildren uh, in a way they haven't been able to do for years. They are making sure then that their own children can go to work, mm. uh, which may not have been possible. So this is what's made possible so it's not only um individuals it's their families and it's that wider community who benefit from miracles
0: yeah so true
1: I love how you you say that, and they do. They get back straight away. I remember we met Duck, uh, who was a grandma yeah. in Vietnam, and she just wanted to get back to work straight away. I was like, hey, 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 take a week, you know, yes, like that's right. yeah, take you know. I'd, if it was me, I'd be like, oh well, doctor signed me off for a week, so I need <laughs> to, you know. But they are so hungry to go and to be able to help, aren't they?
2: I think it's about. Uh, Having that sense, as I said, you know, people talk to me about how despairing they've been because in communities where we work, in those poorest places, people have that sense of deep belonging, deep contribution, um, solidarity, Mm. um, dare I say, in a way that I think the Western world Mm. um, has less of. Mm. And so for them, it's really, um, it means so much for them to be, able to engage in that way again and it's why i think about cbm's work as a movement of the heart and your Mm. listeners are part of that you know we we together and with those people our brothers and sisters in the poorest places we together are a movement of the heart that makes change happen and uh, it really is um yeah it's hard to describe the impact that it has, but you're, you're right. They are wanting to get straight back out there. The work ethic is incredible, mm. um, and the just the joy. Um, they don't want to waste a minute.
0: Yeah, no, they so don't. True. They yeah. are
1: patches off. Oh my goodness. You know, yeah. life-changing, there's just so many tears of joy mm. from yeah. them and their family and then, you know, and it's, it's breaking that cycle so the little ones can, can get to school again and the older ones are able to work so the little ones don't have to look after them anymore because that's what we find a lot of. It is it, You know, we do find cataracts in children but you do find them in the older population and the children then have to stay home from school to look after them, don't they?
2: Yes, that is part of uh, the whole picture that comes when you have a lot of people suffering needlessly mm. from cataracts. So the reality is that actually through COVID, we have an even greater backlog yeah. of mm. um, people waiting for surgery. So, you know, it's over 90 million people who are blind. You don't have to be. And the wow. vast majority uh, are living in uh, developing countries. So... This is that moment where listeners, where we all together can make a really practical, concrete change uh, for people like Banu, for people like Duke that you met. And Mm. it's bigger than that even because the support that CBM weaves around this is training for ophthalmologists, for surgeons, training for um, nurses and community health visitors who then can carry on this work. So, you know, a gift today is actually a change that lasts decades and generations because Mm. we build it into the system.
0: That's so good. That's great to hear, isn't it?
1: And you guys, you know, you really are the hands and feet. When you make your miracles happen, you are sowing into good soil. Mm. We've been, we've seen it, uh, CBM really go out, love people like Jesus called us to love, and they are the hands and feet. So we do say hats off to your team, Jane, too, because you really are, you know, being the hands and feet
2: out there. Oh, you're going to make me teary now because I I do feel, yeah, you know, we are so blessed and privileged to work together. Mm. Um, And it is a vocation. It is a calling. It is, um, you know, something that there's such a biblical imperative around this that uh, you can't help but be both excited and personally transformed, I think, Mm. um, when you engage in this way because we all, you know, want to be part of that, bigger kingdom, part of being the change we want to see in the world that Jesus called us to to um, to deliver actually mm. on earth. So we're just incredibly grateful to to work with Christian radio and to and to have the support of all your listeners because we can't do it without you.
0: Yeah, well it certainly is a, a great team effort and we're encouraging our Vision family to jump on board, support this. It is a very worthwhile cause. You can do it of course uh, at vision.org.au, tap the banner there or on the free Vision Christian Media app, uh, be a part of Miracles Day. And, uh, I mean, obviously we're saying it's all happening Thursday, but you can jump in early. You can jump in. just
1: don't tell anyone yet. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Absolutely.
0: Well, good on you, Jane. Thanks so much for your time. We look forward to connecting again on Thursday.
2: Uh, Thanks so much, team. And, uh, yeah, really look forward to the excitement of this week and, and seeing those miracles happen. God bless.